Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today we continue our look at the occult and Bible prophecy with Eric Barger, and our host, Pastor Larry Spargimino, shares his thoughts on Halloween. We're almost at the end of the month, which means just four more days to get this month's thank you gift. This month we are offering a small ram horn shofar. Because the most ancient shofar was made from a ram's horn, it reminds us that God provided when Abraham offered his son Isaac on Mount Moriah. Make sure you get your shofar for a gift of $100 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. How should we as Christians respond to the normalization of the occult that goes on before our eyes every single day? Eric Barger answers this question as he continues to look at the occult and Bible prophecy. My guest again today is Eric Barger from Take a Stand Ministries. Eric spent two decades as a record producer, rock musician, drug addict, and practicing New Ager. But now he is widely recognized in the area of Christian apologetics and Bible prophecy. Eric's here to talk with me again about his DVD, Bible Prophecy and the Occult. Eric, welcome back to The Watchman on the Wall. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. Now, last time we began a conversation about your fantastic teaching DVD called Bible Prophecy and the Occult, and I ended by saying that on this program, you would explain from Scripture how a prophetic warning about the rise of the occult and supernatural we see today can be found in a very, very famous New Testament passage. This is an important passage, so would you take your time and unpack 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 12, and tell us how those verses are relevant to our topic of the occult. I will, and it is just a little bit cumbersome to do it without being able to show the visuals or in the video, but I'm hoping that folks who are stationary right now are able to get their Bibles open as we start talking about this prophetic passage. The Apostle Paul really addresses these things in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and that's where we're going to be, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. It says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, shewing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you I told you these things? And now ye know... What withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time? For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned, who believeth not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now what the world is experiencing today, Brother James, 
is exactly what the Scripture describes here. And, of course, there are several places we could point to the Bible and say, that's what I see in Scripture, what's happening in our world today. But 2 Thessalonians 2 really does speak about what is going on in the world around us. So I want to go back to verse 7 and talk about the mystery of iniquity. And I realize whole books have been written about Mm -hmm. this, but very quickly I'll show you what I see here. That word mystery is the Greek word mysterion. And it means things hidden, secret mysteries, religious secrets confided only to the initiated and not to ordinary mortals. And the definition goes on, but that's Strong's word, and Strong's gives a word for each of the Greek words and Hebrew words too. But this is Strong's Greek word 3466, if anybody wants to study this out. Mystery or mysterion. Then we see the word iniquity in the same passage, and that's the Greek word anomia. The definition for it is a contempt and violation of God's spiritual law. Again, Strong's word number 458. 2 Thessalonians 2.7 could easily read this way. Violations of God's will and law through hidden occult means. Mm. Now, that doesn't come out in any of our English translations, King James and any of the newer ones, but it doesn't come out. But that's when you look at the Greek words, what you see. I want to examine the phrase next, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. That's in verse 9, 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 9 once again. And it reads, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. That word coming that we see there is the word parousia in Greek which means the advent or the approaching or the appearing, a time period around an arrival. So the coming of the lawless one is in accordance with the work of Satan, is what this is saying to us. The next thing I want us to look at is signs and lying wonders from verse 9. Now in his exposition of the Bible, the great 18th century Baptist orator and pastor John Gill wrote about it, and he said this about signs and lying wonders. Signs and lying wonders, that is, such signs and miracles as are not real, but reigned only in appearance, not in truth, like those that were done by the magicians in Egypt, and those were done to countenance lies, and to induce persons to believe them. So this is something to bring deception to us, these signs and lying wonders. The magicians in Egypt were masters of fakery, and they incorporated deception along with the satanic power that they were able to acquire, even though I don't think they realized that their power was coming from Lucifer at that point in time. But they were doing it for evil and to completely manipulate the lives of the people and even an entire nation. The word lying is an interesting word there in verse 9. It's where we get our word pseudonym from. It's actually the Greek word pseudos. And it's a conscious or intentional falsehood Whatever is not what it seems to be. If you want to study that out, Mm -hmm. that's, again, Strong's Word 5579. The thing is, it's a counterfeit sign and wonder. It's a lying counterfeit of the truth. We're all being conditioned to accept these things, the signs and lying wonders, because they're brought to us and have been brought to us now for decades on silver screens, motion picture screens, television sets, and computer monitors. Those are some of the ways that we're being conditioned about these things. And, of course, the uh, special effects we have today are so much greater than they were when I was a child. 
Today, you can't tell what is reality from what is being made up yeah. inside of a computer. And we've all seen evidence of that just recently. Even some of the advertising is the same way. When we watched movies when we were kids, you could see the, the string from the spaceship <laughs> hanging there. It looked cheesy. My kids look at some of the stuff that we watched, and they go, that looks ridiculous. But now you're exactly right. I thought of Lost in Space. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Lying signs and wonders, though. Now, I mean, it looks like you're actually in space. They have produced things that look so real you'd think you're right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. But this conditioning to accept the supernatural is systematically preparing us for the Antichrist, and we need to realize that. When Antichrist comes, in our time or in the time's future, I'm assuming that things are going to continue to roll along with evil continuing to build then you think about, people are going to say, this is what I've been looking for, when they mm -hmm. see the kind of power and the type of lying signs and wonders that Scripture warns us about that Antichrist is going to have. And you don't think this could be, or maybe you, you have doubts about this. I want you to look at Revelation 18.23. It gives us a direct warning. That's Revelation 18.23. For by thy sorceries, it says, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Well, that word sorceries is the word pharmakia in Greek, mm -hmm. and that could mean taking drugs to get high on, but it also deals with sorcery and magical arts when you look at the definition of that particular Greek word, pharmakia. And when it's used in Scripture, this word always connects in some way to witchcraft and the occult. And so we need to see that and understand that, that we're in a day when these things are happening all around us, and we see the rise and the acceptance of the occult, and we see it as prophetic because these things are happening around us, and I believe the Apostle Paul brings this out as you look at the original language words that I've tried to bring out here. You know, and Jesus in Matthew 24 clearly outlines these signs and wonders, and there are many of them he talks about, false Christs and false prophets and wars and worldwide unrest and earthquakes and persecution and worldwide evangelism. But then he says, and he makes this point that because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall grow cold. We see iniquity abounding, and I can't think of anything more iniquitous than the anomia the contempt and violation for God's spiritual law that we see from the world of the occult and the occult-type supernatural things. This acceptance of the occult in our culture, the acceptance of it has become normal, and now the occult looks and appears and is normal to people. They've seen it so often, they're not shocked by it, they're not astounded by it, and sadly, many people in the church don't understand what's going on around them. Just remember the word abomination that we talked about back there in Deuteronomy 18. I didn't bring this up as I read it in our first program. But Deuteronomy 18, the word abomination appears three times, and this is the strongest condemnatory language that you have anywhere in the entire Bible out of the mouth of God. And that's when he condemns the nine forbidden practices of the occult that we outlined. And so when you put all this together, you recognize that this is what is happening in our time there's this fascination, as you called it. There is this intrigue. There's this drawing by demonic supernaturalism that is causing countless people in our world to get involved in these things. It isn't anymore. It's not just that they put something on a screen that's a storyline that has witchcraft in it. Now, with social media and with reality programming, it's like an invitation for you to get involved in these things. So you don't have to make that step between watching a fantasy about these things and then having a reality of these things occur. 
And that, to me, is one of the major things. We see this demonic supernaturalism that's taking place, and we need to understand what we need to do about it. Well, once again, the DVD is called Bible Prophecy and the Occult, and you can get yours now by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can order online at swrc.com. This is an eye-opening study. You should definitely get a copy for yourself, a friend, or a Bible study group. In the DVD, you ended on a positive note, and I kind of want to end our couple of days here on a positive note. And considering all the rise in occult activity, all the negative that we've been talking about, what are the five things that believers should be doing today? Well, here's some suggestions for the folks, and they could take any one of these and capitalize on it or take all five and maybe add some more to it. But I would say, first and foremost, we need to recognize and deal with what is going on, the end-time trend about morality and spiritual deception in the day that we live in. So first thing is recognizing. The second thing would be to spiritually fortify our homes and our families. That is, of course, we want to make sure that we look at Scripture before everything else, that the Bible is our ultimate guide for life, and make sure that we have our right relationship with God. I don't think people can watch Harry Potter movies after Harry Potter movies or any of the other supernatural that's come out since then. That's quite a while ago. But I don't think people can watch these things and then go, praise the Lord, I just feel uplifted now. You know, It's a matter of, I think we have to notice what is going on with us whenever we participate, if we do, in any of these types of entertainments. Number three, treat the child with a focus on God and warning them about the growing deception, speaking openly to it, even pushing back maybe against some of the things that others, even maybe others at church might be doing. Number four, we need to always be praying for discernment. That's something I think we miss in our church today. In the churches, we, we don't pray enough for discernment and ask God to get in the midst of what is going on in our lives and our families. Number five, always contend through spiritual warfare. I've always said this about spiritual warfare. Whenever I expose something that I know is wrong according to the Scripture, God always honors it in one way or another, usually by seeing some lost person get saved and come to Christ in the process of it. But he'll always honor that if we'll stand against evil. If you can, without giving too much away, tell us what you're working on now. Have you got anything new coming out soon? (laughs) I do. Just to make a long story very short, my wife had gone through some pretty threatening, breathtaking health problems, and she's come out the other side of that. She had surgery in March and is totally well from the problems she'd had. She had diverticulitis, and part of her large intestine was taken out, but she's fine. She's in great shape now. So I put everything on hold for a while. I've been working on a documentary that deals with the surveillance society around us and really talks about how our homes are being invaded. The name of it is Home Invasion. And that thing has taken up a lot of time, and I'm close to the end now, finally. When I get that all finished, it'll be two or maybe even three DVDs of material, and we'll put that out in MP4 format and also DVD. But that's what I've been working on, and I've got two or three new messages that I'm just chomping at the bit to do, and I'm planning on doing my testimony in kind of a documentary style on video. And so we're We're interested in all those things and can't wait to get all the way done with the documentary so I can go on with these. Well, once you get those programs produced, Eric, we'll be excited to offer them here and have you back on the program. That's great. Halloween is just a day or so away from us now. 
Is there anything else that you'd like to add that you'd like to tell our listeners, especially concerning Halloween, the occult? Certainly. I realize that we have a lot of people listening who are Christians who go to church regularly, and yet their kids go out and trick-or-treat. Maybe you don't know what the history of trick-or-treating, for example, is. Maybe you're not sure what the actual history of Halloween is. I think we need to look back and see traditionally, what does this mean? We should know what the people involved in the occult and witchcraft say it means. I'm not sure that we want to participate in things that they look at as a celebration. And most witches and warlocks would look at that day, that's October 31st, as the time when they can communicate best with the spirit realm, when the veil between the natural and spiritual world is thinnest. They look at that as something that they want to participate in, they want to do. And so we need to understand those things. Every year I put this on the front of our homepage about October 1st, and it's up there right now. People will be able to see it at ericbarger.com. You can download a simple track about Halloween. It gives you facts and documentation in it. And we have some other materials on the website about this and a lot of other topics too. But that track is always very popular, and you can download that free off of our homepage at ericbarger.com. We've been talking today with Eric Barger about his DVD titled Bible Prophecy and the Occult. Eric, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on The Watchman on the Wall. Thank you very much. The complete two-day conversation on the occult and Bible prophecy by Eric Barger is available on CD when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can always order online SWRC. Today in the Resource Center, we're offering Eric Barger's teachings on the occult, three dynamic teaching DVD presentations, plus Eric Barger's testimony on audio CD, all for a gift of $40 or more. That's three DVDs and an audio CD. Call 1-800-652-1144 and order your Barger Bundle today. That's 1-800-652-1144 or order online, swrc.com. Trick or treat? Halloween is this Sunday and Pastor Larry shares his thoughts and some encouragement about this upcoming day. If I were to ask you to name a distinctively American holiday, what would you say? Well, some would say Thanksgiving, others July 4th. Yes, these are American holidays, but did you know that Halloween has become one of the most popular American holidays, one in which Americans spend billions of dollars celebrating? I've never been a fan of Halloween. In fact, I've always thought it is not a good idea to celebrate Halloween. On Halloween, bad things happen, such as setting fire to abandoned buildings and tying rabbits on railroad tracks. There is something about Halloween that is unwholesome. But there is another consideration that makes Halloween sinister, very sinister in my eyes, and that is COVID-19. The way it is being handled by the medical bureaucracy and radical left-wing politicians, the so-called progressives. Have you noticed the heavy-handed way people who want to expose the needless deaths caused by standard medical protocol are being treated? That is not good. 
seems to me to represent the same evil that has become so popular with the celebration of Halloween. What evil am I speaking about? Dr. Stella Emanuel, M.D., has successfully treated more than 7,000 COVID-sick patients with inexpensive, effective medication. This is medication that works and saves lives, but is currently being condemned by the medical bureaucracy. Dr. Emanuel commented, and I quote her, I'm convinced that there exists an evil, diabolical conspiracy of widespread cover-up and misinformation to mislead Americans and people around the world concerning the truth about COVID-19, including where it came from and how to treat it, close quotes. The sinister darkness that has led to confusion and death is the same darkness with which Halloween is associated. The year 2020 has been one of the most apocalyptic years that has ever come upon planet Earth. America is being torn apart by radical ideologies. We are being inundated in a tidal wave of anti-God and anti-Bible ideas. The serious eclipse of religious freedom and the aggressive censorship of conservative speech plus widespread persecution against people of faith has shown that we are being groomed by dark forces. A large segment of the American population is no longer appreciative of the very virtues that have made America great. In fact, they want America to become a constitution-free zone. When we hear the word Halloween, we need to immediately remember the command of Ephesians 5.11, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. As Halloween 2021 descends on us, remember, we are losing our liberties and our distinctive character as a nation that has been a beacon of asylum from tyranny and a shining light of hope for millions of people from all over the world. Liberty is under assault around the world. It is connected with vaccine mandates. Residents of Melbourne, Australia, have been under a strict lockdown for 230 days, and that includes a 9 p.m. curfew. Police recently arrested 215 protesters against the lockdown. Unbelievably, the police fired rubber bullets, stinger grenades, and pepper balls on the third day of the demonstration. Australian journalist Rushkin Fernando said, I've grown up here my entire life in Australia. I can't believe that I'm seeing this. Fernando made a statement in an interview with Fox News' Laura Ingram. Ingram said for a moment she thought she was seeing scenes from Communist China's Tiananmen Square massacre. In only months, she said, Australia has gone from one of the world's freest countries to what is essentially a biomedical police state, close quotes. Many Australians have posted videos on social media to document the strict enforcement of the country's COVID policies. One video shows a police officer at a transportation station in Melbourne running up behind a man and slamming him violently to the floor. In New South Wales, a mother with a small child who apparently was staging a peaceful protest on a sidewalk is seen being hauled away by police as her child cries. There are additional videos. One shows police firing rubber bullets at protesters. The second shows police firing at the backs of people running away. Is this the beginning of a police state power grab? Will it become the law of the land in America? Happy Halloween. In the spring of 2020, 
I was shocked at how the police in some areas of our country were clearly becoming abusive. In one situation in Idaho, a young mother was at a playground with her young child, and six police officers condemned her for being outside with the child. Six of them. In a rural area of Wisconsin, two sheriff's deputies pulled up to a farmhouse and scolded the mother because she was allowing her daughter to play with another little girl in a sandbox. This mother filmed the whole thing. So I made a few negative comments on the radio about abusive exercise of authority. Well, wouldn't you know it? I got several complaints from some of our listeners. Oh, Pastor Larry doesn't support the police. Sorry, but I do support the police and I do support law enforcement. But we have to remember that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Just look at what's happening in Australia. Project Veritas released another video in its COVID vaccine investigation. There are those who are calling for a registry listing all unvaccinated Americans. One official says, Census goes door to door if you don't respond. We have the infrastructure to do forced COVID vaccinations. I mean, it costs a ton of money, but we'll take care of that. Close quotes. The spirit of the age is the spirit of Antichrist, coercion, dominion, and bondage. As ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. 1 John 2, 18. The next verse explains the apostate church of today. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. Lee Greenwood wrote, Proud to be an American. I won't attempt to sing it, but I will recite the lyrics. I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you, and defend her still today. Of course, there ain't no doubt, I love this land. God bless the USA. Lee Greenwood, the author of Proud to be an American, was on Fox and Friends recently and said he was shocked to find that President Biden had replaced him on the National Council of the Arts. He had been appointed by George W. Bush. He also served during President Obama's term and, of course, during President Trump's term. Greenwood said his song, God Bless the USA, was meant for all Americans, not just those who support one political party. Our country is being slowly destroyed from within. Institutions that have historically been considered nonpartisan are being made partisan by the Biden administration. Halloween doesn't represent anything that is dear to my heart. It has its roots in what is destroying our country. We continue to have a tremendous response from our brand new listeners to Watchmen on the Wall. Individuals and families are requesting our new listener packs. In the pack is a welcome letter with history about the ministry, the latest issue of the Prophetic Observer Newsletter, and a free gift. Request your free new listener pack today by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And for all of the listeners, be sure and sign up for our free e-newsletter. Our new e-newsletters are going out to thousands of inboxes every week with the latest information on current events in Bible prophecy and special video messages from our speakers. Get these email newsletters free of charge 
and stay informed. Sign up at swrc.com. That's swrc.com. And don't forget that today in our resource center, we're offering Eric Barger's teachings on the occult. Three DVDs plus Eric Barger's testimony on audio CD. All of it for a gift of $40 or more. Call 1-800-652-1144 and order your Barger bundle today. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.